this is Dr. Walter Aka. I'm by myself today. This is uh, Tooth Be Told. And I have uh, two really impressive and uh, exciting guests here. One, okay. you, you guys already know, is uh, Dr. Alfredo Araruz. He was the one that was on our last podcast talking about correcting your smile with um with clear liners okay and now i actually brought on my brother who's actually going through this process with the smile direct club so justin i want to bring you in first uh just say something to the fans talk about yourself a little bit where you live how you came about the smile direct club okay okay yeah so um yeah obviously my name is Justin brother um yeah, i live in san diego um just moved here about a year ago from pennsylvania I lived at State College for well, quite some time. I was over there getting my degree and just kind of hung around there to try to find jobs. And <clears throat> I realized there was nothing there for me, so I made that trip across the country. And now I'm a, a consultant for an engineering firm. And um, the reason I have Small Direct, you know, from a, you know, when I was a kid, I've always, you know, I noticed spacing in between my teeth. Um, no one really in my family had that problem except for my little brother, but then he had braces when he was a kid. And I guess mine wasn't as severe, so we didn't go that route with me. But then when I got older, you know, I kind of noticed it a little bit more and more. And I've always wanted to, you know, correct it. And I've, you know, I've looked at different avenues and things of that nature. But uh, when I was introduced to Smile Direct, I think it was like a commercial. I think I was like watching like uh, the NBA Finals. And Draymond Green is actually like an ambassador for Smile Direct. Yeah, like spokesperson, right? And then, you know, they said it's going to be 60% cheaper than going to a dentist. And obviously, we live in a society where, you know, if it's cheap, you know, it's for me. So <laughs> I I went down that route. I didn't really do much um, homework on it, really. You didn't research it at all? It just goes straight in my teeth, and it was cheap. So you didn't and research it at all, then? So I, I did a little bit of research, but not, you know, intense research. It was just like, you know... Because I knew what Invisalign was, I've you know I've heard of Invisalign, and it was basically the same the same thing. It's just a different company, so I knew what it can do. Obviously, I didn't know like you know some of the side effects or anything like that because you know I don't really I'm not knowledgeable about that. But I knew that at the end of the day, it would get my teeth straightened, and that's what I wanted. So I went down that route and. Um, that's where I'm at now. Okay. Did you have anybody, any of your friends or anybody that you knew that actually did the same thing? Actually, surprisingly, no. I don't have, I don't know any friends that actually went down this route. They all had braces when they were kids and, you know, but that's the thing though. They all had braces when they were kids, but somewhere along the, the line, they just stopped going to the dentist for those like, the, or the orthodontist, sorry, for like those checkups. And then they stopped wearing their, you know, retainers or whatever. So then their teeth are starting to become more crooked again, back to its original form. And now they're actually asking me, you know, if getting this um, Smile Direct was worth it. And now they're actually exploring that option themselves. Okay, so why didn't you go to the dentist? I mean, you knew that dentists do the same exact thing, right? Yeah, but that's the thing, though. Like, but dentists are expensive. I actually did. Before going to Smile Direct, I went to a local um, dentist's office around me. I got, you know, the scans, the x-ray scans, and I talked to them. But then when it came to the pricing and... You know, that would mean the price was not cheap at all. And then they were talking about how I have to I have to come back to see them once every like three weeks or something like that. And then it becomes a whole convenience thing. Okay. And what about the process of actually getting the, your um, trays? Talk to us about so, that. that was, see, another thing, it, it's so simple with Father, right? Because literally they have like a little office here in San Diego. I went to them. 
they briefly explained the, the process of the trays while they're doing my 3D scans. I signed like a, um, so that's the thing. They didn't really, um, go over too much detail. They just told me when I get the, um, the trays, this is what I have to do. I have to change it out every, uh, two weeks. And then they just explained, you know, how long I would, uh, expect to get the, you know, results I want, how long I can expect the trays to come in. And then mostly it was about the payment plan. That's what the bulk of the conversation was. Okay. And how much do you have to pay for this? $80 a month. $80 a month? $80 a month for 24 months. And so what about insurance? So a lot, not, there's not a lot of insurance that covers it. There are some insurance that covers it. But luckily for me, I had that insurance that actually reimbursed me. So I would have to pay the money up front. And then my, re, my, um, my insurance would actually reimburse me. And that's what they did. And how much? But if you don't, if your insurance doesn't reimburse you or it doesn't cover it, then it's an easy, um, I think it's a twenty uh, two hundred dollar upfront, and then eighty dollars every single month for twenty. It comes out of your uh, account. I think the fifteenth of every month for twenty four months. You said twenty four months. That's it. Yeah. And so your your insurance actually reimburses you. Yeah. And so did, that's not that's not the norm though. Right. From what I understand. And did they help you talk to your insurance about this? <laughs> Oh, what do you mean in terms of what? So, did you did they help you like go to your insurance and say, "Hey, I'm doing this"? Um, oh no, not at all. That that was um, it was definitely up to you to do that. Okay. So they told they gave you that option. They said, "Oh, there are some you know uh, dental insurance that actually cover it, but you would have to go out, and reach out to them, and see if they're one of them. You know, the companies that actually will reimburse you. So that's what I did. I called my dental insurance. I asked them, you know, would you reimburse me because I'm going through you know small direct. Um, they got back to me like the next day and I said, yeah, yeah, we can do that. And then I paid for it. And then they reimbursed me like two weeks later. Okay. So, uh, Dr. Alfredo. Sure. So you've How heard. How are you guys doing? Dr. Alfredo from Spodike Dental Group in Delray Beach, Florida again. Yeah. Nice to hear you guys again. No, definitely. Thanks for joining us. So you heard what yeah. he said, right? What? Yeah, absolutely. What would you say to a patient just like, just like, you know, uh, Justin, Who's going through this process? What would you say? Would you say, "Yep, I'm glad that you're going through this," or would you say, "You know what? You know what questions would you have?" Uh, well, he mentioned a couple of things. So one was the convenience factor that he'd have to come in every three weeks, which is not true. Normally, with Invisalign, you come in every six weeks. However, for example, for me, if the patient doesn't need to have uh, any sort of treatments done that day for that specific aligner that's getting delivered next that I need to monitor, then sometimes I could just give them a few of them in advance. So I have patients that they got all their trays and I monitor them either via phone chat, like they live in another city, or they come in and visit me almost at the end in case I need to make refinements because their cases are easier, very similar to what your brother's going through. Uh, so it just depends on the, per it's a patient to patient basis, whether or not the recalls need to be every six weeks or a little longer. It really depends. Uh, secondarily, uh, he stated that they're very similar and that's where I disagree. So where you have a uh, small direct club, it's just a clear plastic. There's no attachments placed on the teeth. There's no mm -hmm. reduction done in between the teeth or filing, if you will. In between the teeth, so are usually very thin, normally the, the length of two human hairs. It's not that much. And that's to allow the teeth to move in a passive direction, not in a more aggressive movement, such as when you have brackets that the teeth literally push through bone and move into their space. Uh, 
Whereas with a liner, it's a little bit more passive. So with that being said, the plastic that is used by Invisalign is a better plastic in and of itself, that patent. And then Invisalign's main function is their attachments. So they're usually resin or tooth colored uh, composite bondings that are placed on the teeth. And those surfaces are made uh, with precision to move the teeth either upward, downward, twist it, move it side to side. However, it needs to go to put those teeth into their right position. So those are proprietary to Invisalign, which you won't get with a small drug club. Now, he also mentioned that he had spacing. So normally, when patients have spacing, the movement's going to be extremely simple. You're basically going to bring the arches, the upper and lower arches of your mouth. You're going to bring them in, and those teeth are then going to be touching each other. It's a very simple simple movement. Whereas if you have moderate to severe crowding, I would probably guess you wouldn't want to just get that done over the home because then you mentioned pricing. So yeah, $80 a month for 24 months. For example, my particular practice, I can't speak for every practice. Our practice is $199 a month for 24 months, zero down, zero, zero interest. So for $110 more a month, you're taking a huge risk off and you're getting seen by a dentist that is certified in this treatment and making sure it's being monitored correctly throughout the whole process so that there's no long-term complications. So that's pretty much where I'm at with that. The, the questions that I would have is, you know, how are they feeling? How are they going about that? And did they do their research? Because if it's a simple case, you know, everybody has the right to make their own decisions. However, it's a more, if it's a more complicated case, which is the vast majority of people, then it, it, it could become very uh, uh, serious and it could have irreversible consequences. Okay, J- and Justin. Think, to kind of um, add on, oh, sorry. Were you gonna no, go ahead. You were going to say something, Justin. Yeah, and I think to kind of add on to it, um, I think my case was a little more uh, straightforward and a little more simple, like you said. Because mine is only a four-month treatment as opposed to like the six-month or seven-month average, I think they said. So maybe Correct. that's maybe the reason why uh, I went to say that, that I went that route because I didn't need that extreme, you know, movement or anything like that. So I think for cases where it's just like, you know, simple, you know, moving of the teeth, the passive movement you were speaking of, I think, sure, uh, you know, when you <clears throat> look at the difference in price, I think it could be justified. I mean, obviously, I'm not sure this is not my area of expertise, but. I think, of course, that price difference could be justified based on how severe your teeth are. Yeah, absolutely. Justin, when it comes to um, the price difference, right, mm-hmm. do you think that $110 is big enough for people to say, you know what, I'm going to go with Smile Direct versus uh, Invisalign? I, I, think it's, I think it is. Like, I mean, when you say $110, it doesn't seem like a lot. But when you have, I mean, obviously, you did. I mean, I can't really speak for everybody, but I feel like right now, uh, a lot of people are struggling more so than I've seen probably in the past. So with, you know, all their bills and student loans and everything like that, <laughs> so that extra $10 can go a long way. And then when you add in the fact that, you know, I mean, I said it was every three weeks you have to go see the doctor. So uh, thanks for correcting me. It was every six weeks. But, you know, I think when you add in that with the convenience of, you know, you having to go out of work to go, you know, see your dentist and everything like that, I think, you know, I don't think it's a bad uh, route to go. Okay. Um, So here's another thing too, right? It's all about 
Dr. Alfredo said this. So to put your mind at ease, to know that, you know, maybe they're catching cavities or they're catching bone loss and stuff like that. Do you think that that price difference, $110 now, do you think that that's a big deal? If, hey, you know what? I know now that somebody's monitoring and making sure I don't have any problems. Do you think that you, would you pay that $110 difference? So, I mean, uh, so theoretically, I think that's something that everybody should be really worried about because I don't have, I mean, they have these, um, I don't know if they're on call, but these dental professionals that you can email or have a live chat with to kind of, you know, walk you through every, you know, <clears throat> worst case scenario or some side effects you can go through. But um, I think ignorance is sometimes ignorance is kind of bliss. So like, if you don't know these things, these these things are not something that you worry about. So sure, like I was like I was sure. saying before, like like the whole fad right now with females is getting like you know the booty injections or whatever. So some of them they go to like you know uh, Puerto Rico or Colombia to do it at a cheaper rate. Everybody knows the consequences or the risk that is associated with that, but they still choose to do that because everybody wants to believe that all those bad things can happen won't happen to them so if you know you can get to the end goal and do that at a cheaper rate i think uh, a lot of people will choose to do that so so here's where so here's where it becomes complicated for patients that get this done for example like you're you're a healthy guy so if you get your checkups every six months or so and you know that your bone levels are healthy that your gums are healthy then at least and you have a brother that's a periodontist so you have you know, you have some dental background knowledge also to go about this. You have someone you could call. However, mm-hmm. there's patients that don't have that luxury that have been 10 years without seeing a dentist. They might have severe periodontal disease and bone loss. And guess what? If they have that and they do this at home, they could make that worse. Thus that making true. their teeth loose. Teeth mm-hmm. loose. They could cause gingival recessions to get worse. And they could yeah. cause severe bone damage which could cause them to lose their teeth if they do this and don't know that there's underlying issues for example there's patients that come to the practice and they have moderate to severe bone loss and they have no clue because they can't see it right that's something that they can't see so and and if they don't take the proper radiographs or get examined prior to this could lead to a major problem down the road okay okay here let me justin let me interject and say something and then you can continue your thought did they actually take any x-rays of you? So they did a 3D scan. They didn't actually do any um, x-rays. They did a 3- Oh, no, actually, no, they did do uh, uh, an x-ray, and they sent it to the dental professionals, and then they did a 3D scan. Okay, so they did an x-ray, and then they did a 3D scan. Yeah. Was it like a full-mouth series of x-rays, or just like the typical four little ones, or a Panorex, if you will, like the big one that goes around your whole face? Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't one of those big ones. I mean, I had that when I did when I went to that local dental place. So. Exactly. Now, but why do you think yeah, they did that? Huh? They did that to make sure that your bone levels are adequate enough. Because sometimes oh. you're not a candidate if your bone levels are not adequate, right? Oh yeah. No, so that 3D scan, by the way, is just your impression. So that 3D scan is probably an Itero-based scanner, and all that does is to take your impression. That's not to check bone levels. It's not to check gum quality. It's just to get the impression of your mouth without using the uh, old school uh, polyvinyl siloxane or like, as what other people would say, like goopy stuff that they put in their mouth, right? So that's pretty much what that. Go ahead, Walt. Well, no, I was going to say, so he said that they actually took impression, they, t- they took an x-ray of him, you know, which is something sure. that I didn't even know. So they, they, took an, they took an x-ray, Justin, right? 
and then they yeah. took a 3D scan, correct? Yeah. And you said that you mm-hmm. said something that and you kept saying this. You said a dental profession professional yeah. evaluated. Mm-hmm. Was it a dentist or a dentist or or somebody in the dental field? Was it an actual yeah. dentist? So that's what I recently found out that it wasn't it was a um I think it was a dental hygienist. You know, it was a person that uh does a lot live chats or <coughs> that you can talk to on a regular basis. I think it was a dental Hygienist. So it was a dental hygienist, not an actual dentist. Uh, as far as my knowledge, yes. That's what that's what your experience has been. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Doctor Alfredo, you want to speak on that? Uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've in the last two episodes I've made myself clear on how important it is for an actual professional that knows about teeth movement is doing it because again, there's a lot of irreversible damages that could occur. They could put you in a crossbite, which would not be good for you, meaning that your arches are misaligned. They can make your teeth shift in a different direction that they're supposed to, exposing your roots through the bone. They could do a lot of damage if they're not monitored properly. And that's, that's concerning to me because, yes, hygienists are an excellent professional and someone that we use and need every day. However, when it comes down to the training, they don't get that type of training in school. So that's not something that they learn or something that they do continue education for. It's not something that they regularly monitor unless your practice is a thriving orthodontic practice. So it just depends on their knowledge base. However, again, if it was me, I'd rather have an actual doctor, dentist, orthodontist checking me day in and day out making sure that this treatment is adequate and not causing me any damage that could potentially make me lose my teeth, which was the point of me straightening. That would go against everything I was trying to do. Right. Justin, can you speak from a consumer point of view what the problem with dentists and their mindset, and, and so that maybe we can learn, right? Because in the end, I feel like we're very rigid as dentists where we think we can do everything the best way. You know, mm-hmm. maybe this is a new way of us actually having to say, huh, let's really look at this, right? Amazon came around and everybody stopped going to the mall. Everybody stopped, you know, going shopping. They say, hey, why can't I just order stuff at home for the convenience of it? And and I'm sure grocery stores and, and the mall, people were like, well, you don't get to feel the product, right? And people were like, well, what do I care if I feel the product or not? You know, so talk yeah. to us about as a, as a consumer of this, you know, talk to us about how maybe dentists can start thinking differently. So, I mean, like I said, you know, these are things, you guys make points that we all should be conscious about, things that, you know, we know we have to take precautions when we take these steps. But I think at the end of the day, we all do things that we know aren't the healthiest things. Like, there are times where people eat maybe too much bacon or (laughs) they go out every weekend, they get too drunk. We know that these things in the long run are not good for our bodies, but we do it because at the time, you know, it seemed like it it was the fun or right thing to do. So... For us to go through, like, you know, the whole smile, the red club way, like I said multiple times, like, the convenience and then the uh, the cost aspect of it, at the time, that supersedes all these negative side effects that we should be knowledgeable about. And I think, you know, going the right avenue, theoretically, is what everybody should do. But when, when people aren't really, if they're not aware of these side effects or consequences going down this route, then it's not really something that they're really worried about. So going through Smile Direct Club isn't, you know, it's the best option for them. So I think maybe if more dentists were to jump on to that Smile Direct Club thing, you know, instead of me talking to like a dental hygienist, I'll talk to a professional dentist or 
a periodontist or something like that, and they can kind of team up with Small Direct Club, something that's cheaper and, you know, affordable for us people, average people who maybe don't make a lot of money. I think it would just work out better for everybody in that sense. But then if you, I think, I think the problem is when you bring in the dentist and they tell you all these side effects and things that you should do before you get these, you know, trays in, then it's going to cost more money because you have to get, like you said, you have to, maybe you have to get some of these attachments or maybe sometimes you have to like actually go out and see these dentists because maybe something's not going right. And then that starts to rack up money. So I don't even know if there really is a common, uh, common ground where you can keep the same price and kind of integrate all the things that you need to be aware of with these dental professionals or these dentists. Okay, Dr. Freddy. Well, that, well, that's the thing. So you want to be treated comprehensively. So let's go back to the whole hygienist versus dentist thing, and I'm going to give you the comparison. Say you're getting, and this is just thinking out loud, say you're getting a hip surgery done, right? And that's a complicated thing. So if you're getting hip surgery done, do you want, the, you know, nothing against nurses. I love nurses, but do you want the nurse to do hip surgery or do you want an orthopedic surgeon to do hip surgery? Okay, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of the same as far as moving bone, teeth through bone, right? So, yeah. uh, and then as far as the cost factor, if you have to have fillings done before, if you have to have gum surgery done before, that's all to take care of you comprehensively. See, the problem is a lot of doctors and a lot of patients don't know what they don't know. So they really need to take into account that if those things need to be addressed beforehand, it's for the betterment of their long-term outcome in the macro. So if you don't do those things before, it could lead to major issues moving forward. So with that being said, if they move forward without it, then they're putting themselves in a compromise. Uh, the, the thing that I always tell patients is at least be educated on these things. Like before moving forward, get a consult, see what you should get done. Uh, things of that nature prior to jumping into something like you did. You went and you got a consult done. You got an evaluation done by a dentist. So mm-hmm. these are things that most people, though, won't do that are in serious, uh, have serious dental problems potentially. So, uh, mm-hmm. again, it's, it's difficult because as you mentioned the cost, however, there's cost to have you in our chair as well. We have overhead costs. We have to pay staff. Yeah support staff, uh, you know, even the cost of Invisalign itself, the actual fee that we as doctors pay for it is extremely high. Mm-hmm. So thus makes that product more expensive because A, it has research behind it for over 20 years. It's proven to work. It's predictable. And, um, and it does a vast majority of movement. So the fee, is, like I said, our fee is extremely high. And then all those subsequent visits need to be addressed into that fee because at the end of the day, like I tell people, you don't go to a grocery store, buy a, buy a bag of bread or, or a gallon of milk for free. You don't do that. So there's going to mm-hmm. be costs associated for each visit to allocate for time and equipment and materials. So that all gets catered into this one fee, right? So, and then there's another thing with Invisalign, which some consumers don't know, is that there's tiers to Invisalign. So there's express versions of Invisalign. Mm-hmm. There is light version of Invisalign, then there is a uh, a comprehensive version of Invisalign, which is kind of like what we call Invisalign full, like our comprehensive package. It's when patients have serious issues that they need to be addressed as far as the movement. They're, the express versions are for minor movements, 
maybe like you. Uh, and then there's light, which is an in-betweener. Normally goes up to about 14 aligners uh, times two, which is around 28 weeks. So there's different tiers to Invisalign, which also tier the cost. Now, some practices don't tier the cost because they could confuse patients. So they keep it all in one cost. So that just depends on the office. And that's an office per office basis on how those costs are evaluated. But the bottom line is uh, to consumers, please get evaluated prior to moving forward with any of this uh, so that you could avoid having some serious detrimental irreversible consequences in the long term. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me, let me just say something too real quick. So I can, I'm seeing from both avenues here, right? Um, One problem with, with us dentists is we complain a lot. Let me explain what I mean by that. Okay. You have somebody come in, for example, right now, what's big in dentistry is, um, corporations. Corporations come in and open dental practices, right? And a lot of dentists are like, oh, why would you go there? They're just a mill, they're just a money making scheme, da 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 da, right? And that's, that's the complaint that a lot of dentists say about corporations. But the one thing that they never seem to understand is that they're also serving a need. They go to the rural areas that some dentists don't want to go because they want to live the high life and be in the city, right? So there is there is a need. And so the the access to care is being fulfilled by somebody else, right? So you can't complain about it if you're not willing to do it. And I think Justin was saying that, hey, it's expensive to go to the dentist. So this is somebody that came in and says, hey, now I've given you access to care and able to allow this you know, orthodontics uh, or braces or whatever to be given to people who can't afford $5,000. Correct? Yeah. You see? And I think you should kind of add on to that. Like, um, yeah. I know there, there, obviously not a lot of people are very knowledgeable about teeth because you have to go to school to, you know, learn things like that. That's not something that we're taught in like high school. So whenever, you know, you go to a small direct, I understand they don't give a ton of information or, you know, things that you should be aware of. But I think in the beginning, they tell you if your teeth is too severe to go through this process. So, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not any spokesperson or ambassador for Smile Direct. But like, I think they do. I think they do the bare minimum to let you know that, okay, based off of what I see or some of the findings, I don't think Smile Direct Club is right for you because maybe it's a little bit too severe, your case. So whenever you have, you know, minor things that you want to adjust, I think they can uh, make an assessment whenever they send a, the scan to whoever they send it to. I don't know if it's a dentist or a dentist professional or whatever, but I think there are some people who do get rejected from Smile Direct. So I think they do a little bit more than I'm leading on. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and Dr. Fredo, what would you say? As far as? And just in general, I mean, the whole access to care and, and dentists kind of understanding that there are people that want to have straighter teeth, you know, because we're, 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 uh, uh, Instagram, Snapchat world now, right? Everybody just wants sure. to be pretty, right? They want to look good as mm-hmm. best as they possibly can. And Justin mentioned the whole, you know, butt injection, right? Just so they can I'll fit into the. To, yeah, get right back into that. Go ahead. Yeah, because I was saying, like, like to your point, they're like, just like what you were talking about with teeth, there are a lot of side effects that can happen if you don't do your necessary, like, um, due diligence homework or research before getting these things done, like with the teeth. Like you were saying, some of the gum problems or you know, moving teeth. If you don't, if you don't do the necessary work and you just put them in, long term effects, it could be very bad. But then you look at things like the booty injection where everybody knows 
these things can go really bad if not done by a very, you know, highly trained professional. But people still choose to go overseas to get these cheaper procedures. <laughs> so, it, like, theoretically, it, it makes sense to go and spend the extra money to help these professionals. But people aren't doing that, though. That's just like, you know, we don't live in yeah. a theoretical world. This is like, you know, people go off of their emotions and they, they go off of what they can do right now and how much they can afford right now. So if going to over, go overseas to get the booty injection and, you know, running that risk is, you know, I guess justified, then a lot of people will do it because they think maybe if I save money here and, you know, those things that, that, that people say can go wrong, maybe they won't happen to me. So I'll run that risk with that. Dr. Yeah, everybody thinks differently. So like I, I might be of a difference here because I, I take care of myself and I wouldn't want to put my body or my mouth at a risk. Uh, so I would actually do the due diligence of doing my research on the provider, the research on the product that I'm going to get myself into. And I'll probably save some money if I wanted to do something moderate like that, that would be costly. Yeah. $5,000 just a lot of people is a lot of money. And I understand that. However, if things go wrong with going a cheaper route, like I've seen a lot of dentistry done overseas, not every doctor's overseas is bad. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, but there's a few that are, and then they come back and they've done disasters. And then the majority of dentists would be kind of hesitant to treat those patients because it's a it's a very difficult case to fix. Mm-hmm. So putting yourself at that kind of risk has its challenges because if things go wrong, they go wrong in a bad way. But if things go right, then yeah, awesome. Everybody did great. Everyone's happy. But there's always going to be the outlier. So for me, it's, I'm always going to go with what has proven efficacy. So to me, for example, a product like Invisalign, and I myself am not paid for or get any money from Invisalign either. I'm just a provider for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I use something that's been 20 years, proven, predictable, efficient, and that works. And that gives me outstanding results. In mm-hmm. our practice with over 2,000 patients done in the past, I would say, what, five years or so, uh, that's a lot of patients, and that's and we've had knock on wood no issues with none of them. It's proven. Okay, it, yeah. it works, and they're happy. However, this product is new. There is no research behind it. Again, there is no precision attachments or uh, reductions that need to be done or anything like that to allow for the movement to actually occur on moderate to severe cases. Obviously, some people do, as you stated, they do get rejected. Um, mm-hmm. so with that being said, I'd want something that is proven. It's for me. I mean, I just me, right? Like yeah. if, and then the other problem that I have with your comment is, so Walter, with that being said, I, I live in an area where people will buy a Mercedes, a BMW, a Louis Vuitton purse, but then they don't take care of their health. Right. It's, it's, so it's all about what, what matters to them. Where, what, exactly. So what, what you know, Cause just because it's $5,000, but then that same patient will go on vacation. Let's say they have a severe malocclusion or a really bad bite and they're unhappy with it. That same patient that would not do treatments for $5,000 would go to uh, on a vacation for a week and blow all their money. So it just, you know, it depends on the person and it depends on what they want at the end of the day. So 
You know, like the, the sneaker culture kids that are spending thousands of dollars on a pair of Jordans, but they work nine to five regular jobs. I mean, right. It just makes no sense to me. Right, right. Exactly. And I think that's the point I'm making that, you know, just because it makes sense that you should go through all these avenues before getting these, <laughs> these trades in, it does, not all of us are knowledgeable about these. So how can you really be cautious or cautious or conscious of something that you have no idea about. Like, there's not a lot of people who know about these long-term effects. So all they know is right now this thing is cheap and it can straighten my teeth. That's all they know. So if we yeah. were all taught maybe somewhere or we were all, if there was like a documentary that was, that went very, you know, viral or famous about the long-term effects of not doing the right things and people watch it, then maybe you like take those, those steps. But the problem is that that documentary, that documentary would have to be super long, and we all know that the attention span of people looking at even buying is not even 15 seconds. Well, okay, so, here, 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 here. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me jump in and say something too. And I, I, I love the way you actually, but I think Justin just came up with something here that I feel like maybe the American Dental Association or the orthopedic, or I'm sorry, ortho, orthodontic, uh, association. I'm not sure what they're called, but maybe they should actually put out pamphlets, brochures, something that educates the difference and shows people the difference so that, you know, that education might change, you know, 10% of the people that go in for Smile Direct. They might say, you know what, yeah, now that I know articles, more, There's articles online, Dr. Agra. But not, not articles. Okay, but again, remember, yeah, no one cares about articles. Remember that, right? Like you said, a documentary is something that you can watch really quickly. And you can you can narrow it down to something basic. That's what I, I think what, what he's saying is, you know, and tell me if I'm wrong, Justin, but what you're saying is you have to educate us in order for us to know better. Right now, we don't know yeah, any better. Yeah, how can you be conscious of this? It's something you don't even know about. Like, you see? I, I mean, like, you know, Walter's a dentist, and there's, you know, there's some things that I just learned today during this discussion that I didn't even know by getting, you know, my, you know, my phrasing. So how are these average people who don't have that same access to talking to dentists, how are they supposed to know all these things if, you know, first of all, Smile Direct doesn't really give a, a whole lot of information up front. Right. But, like, how can I be afraid of something to, uh, how can I be afraid of something I don't even know about? There you go. Dr. Dr. Uh, Fredo, uh, question. Have you seen anybody who's had Smile Direct come into your office and had you correct them? And then have you also seen uh, any patients who've gone to other dentists and then you've had to correct it? Um, I haven't, to be honest with you, I haven't had anyone, again, Smile Direct is fairly new. Right. So I haven't had anyone yet come in where I've had to correct them. However, I have had a, some, it depends, right? Cause there's, there's good doctors and bad doctors. Right. Right. Know, right. So there's, so, and I have had a few that were done with conventional orthodontics or even, uh, you know, conventional braces or what have you. And that were done incorrectly that I'm now revising. So, but the majority of my cases are mostly either relapse cases where patients had, for example, braces as they were kids, and then they just didn't retain them, or um, or patients that never went through any braces or orthodontics and don't want to have braces, and they just want to go through clear liners. Right. Uh, so I, you know, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, but I I think where I'm going with that is how do we justify saying you know a Smile Direct may mess you up when there are dentists that also that's can mess take, you up? That's gonna take. Yeah, and that's gonna take time. That's gonna yeah. take time for us to. 
Because again, there's no true efficacy yet. The research isn't shown. I mean, these products are maybe three years old. Plus. Right, right. So there's going to, there, you know, I'm going to see that maybe 10 years from now, right? So yeah. that's, that's when I could probably answer that question a little easier. Kind of like when I was listening to a podcast, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but it was discussing amalgam versus composites and that situation. So there's, there's, there's research that needs, and then by research, I mean patient complications that I need to experience over the next decade right. for me to be able to come up with the viable uh, conclusions of what that product is doing. It's going to take time. Like a drug test, for example, uh, FDA drug takes years, years before they even approve it. So it's, it's one of those that it's going to just take some time. Right. So Justin, um, so we can get out of here. Um, would you do this again? Would you ask? Would you tell your friends to do the same thing? With what you know I'll now, look at um, some of these reviews before doing Saw Direct, and like you said, it is kind of new. But I haven't seen anything that kind of you know steers me away from doing this again. Like there's nobody on you know online that says, yeah, they really messed me up, and I had to go back to a, a dentist and correct all what I did with a small Direct. In terms of just the convenience and the price, I think. I would do it again. Maybe I would do, I mean, I definitely would do a lot more research on my end of, you know, all these long-term effects and see if, you know, they would apply to me. And I would, I think I'll just do my homework a little bit more, but I think I would do this again just because of what I said, just the cost and the experience factor. Okay. And and then Dr. Alfredo before, so you can and, wrap this up okay. too. Oh, Justin, go ahead and finish. No, I, I was going to say, so, you know, I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I would assume like the average person, they go to the dentist maybe, what is it, once every six months? So right. Would you kind of combine that with a small direct? Wouldn't that kind of solve a little bit more issues? But there are also... But that's the thing. A lot of people don't go every six months. Right. So it's, it's not the average. And and so then... Me, even if, okay. No, go ahead, Justin. No, I was going to say, so even if people, I mean, that kind of really just shows you right there how much people really care about their teeth. If they're not going to the dentist, um, you know, once every six months or whatever the occurrence is, then, you know, why would they really be more conscious about doing a small direct thing? I get that. That's a good point. That's a good point. And there are some people out there that are in denial of their problems. That's another thing, too. Correct. 100%. Yeah. And this is funny because my friend always says, you know, we always joke around about, you know, STDs and everything like that. And he said, if you don't get tested, you don't have it. So if you don't know what problems you have, then, you know, you don't have it. <laughs> that's another that's another topic, Justin. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. That's funny. That's funny. That was awesome. Uh, but, okay, well, so in the end, I just think that, you know, uh, dentists might want to get with their patients and kind of explain to them more. So that maybe the education that they give them might allow them to, uh, you know, uh, um, go with the dentist, you know, say, Hey, I, I will, I'm willing to pay, pay that little extra. You know what I mean? If I understand the, the true benefits sure. to it. But you if see what I mean? Go to the dentist, how is that possible? Yeah. Like yeah. You said, like, that a lot of people go to dentists. You're right. So how would they know? All they know is that they want their straight, their teeth straightened. Very true. So you don't have these avenues because they don't go to the dentist. All they know is I do small direct, I get straight teeth, and I'll get what I want. We're, we live in a world where instant gratification is, is a thing. So if I can cut out like a lot of BS to get my goal, you know, sometimes no matter what the cost, uh, I'm talking about cost of like side effects, 
And, you know, a lot of people were just like, why not? Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, I, what you said today honestly makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out what we can do in, as a dental professional to say, hey, mm-hmm. let's get access to these people and let's educate them. And maybe, like you said, maybe yeah. a documentary on Netflix might be the way to go. You know, because let's be honest, I, I, I'm not sure if you guys remember this. Uh, recently, like a year or two ago, there was a lot of documentaries on different vegan, you know, diets and stuff like that. And everybody was talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe if we go that route, people will actually watch it and go, oh, wait, maybe we, I might not want to just go with Smile Direct, you know, or find yeah. other avenues on getting in contact with people, Instagram, Snapchat and stuff like that. So maybe we just need to do better with education away, away yeah. from the dental office. I, I agree with that because I think a lot of people right now, if they don't see anything wrong with their teeth, then they assume that there's nothing wrong with teeth because they brush their teeth, you know, once or twice a day and, you know, everything looks great when you look in the mirror. So if you don't go to your dentist, then, you know, you don't have any problems. And, you know, that's the way we, I think we kind of think. So if we saw something on TV that was interesting, that educated us and kind of scares us into kind of going back to the dentist, I think that would be beneficial. But, I mean, I don't know what documentary you can have or what show or movie you can have about dentistry that will get everybody's attention. No offense to you guys, but I just don't know how you can combine dentistry with entertainment. <laughs> Dr. Alfredo, no, what do you want to say? <laughs> what do you want to say about that? Excuse me? No, what do you want to say about what he just said? Uh, I, I think, you know, that there's a lot of patients that just have a lot of dental phobia. And unfortunately, it stems back from, you know, a bad, uh, bad exam or a bad experience. And they're unaware that, you know, there's a lot of treatment modalities that have changed. I mean, it's not the horror story that they probably think of that it is. I mean, I have a lot of patients that come in extremely dental phobic and then they come out and they're super happy and and excited to come back just because they had such an amazing experience. It really depends on who they see, where they see them, and how they were treated. You know, I'm, I'm a big proponent on giving my patients a wow factor and making sure that they're extremely happy at all times, uh, making sure that their treatments are successful and that they're explained very diligently and thoroughly about everything that's going on and answer all their questions before beginning. That is so important to let them know everything that's happening to give them the correct expectations. Right. So with that being said, it's just important that the majority of people go get looked at, go get their screenings for orthodontic work, go get their exams done prior to moving forward with anything that could cost them a lot more in the long term than what they're saving uh, so that they get a better long term result. Okay. And I kind of, to kind of add on to what I was saying before, I think maybe this could be the first step, like a podcast on educating people and then maybe this become like, you know, a big thing so that whenever we're driving and, you know, going to work, whatever, we can listen to That's thing. what we're trying to do, man. That's what yeah. we're trying to so do. So I think, I think, <laughs> right. Answer that question about, you know, the whole documentary thing. Maybe this is our form of documentary. Like maybe this is the first step for us to be educated on tea. So. You know, to kind of answer that question, this is maybe the solution, these podcasts. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Justin. We definitely appreciate uh, an insight like yours because, you know, we're trained one way, right? We were trained to 
hey, this why would you want to go this route when this is the best route to go? Because there's research mm-hmm. behind it and stuff like that. That's the uh, from what you can tell, right? Dr. Alfredo wants everything to be research based and stuff like that. So in our minds, it's like, why would you not go that way? You know, uh, but from yeah. your point of view, you're like, hey, what does it matter to us? As long as my teeth are straight and the results that I, that I wanted, I get, you know. Yeah. So I think and- like, you know, go ahead. I'm not gonna say. I think a lot of us we play kind of doctors ourselves because a lot of the information we can find online. So like you go on like WebMD and you can look some of these things up. So in our minds we're thinking, you know, why do I have to go pay, uh, you know, this very expensive dentist to tell me something I can find on Google? There you so go. I think that kind of plays into a factor sure. too. There you go. So again, you know, I think, uh, and another thing is maybe making dentistry important enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Making dentistry important enough people's minds to say, yeah, I might want to do this right. You know, so that's mm-hmm. something that could be a factor, you know, but I, I, I thank you guys both for taking the time mm-hmm. out of your busy weekends. I know uh, soccer, football and everything is starting up. You guys have a you know a lot to do. So we thank you guys for coming through today. Uh, thank you for the invite. Appreciate it. Go Giants. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no one asked for your input. When it comes to any kind of giants or anything. Okay? Stay professional. This is a professional. sounds like a major family feud. Oh, yeah, yeah. It it is, and it will continue this way. Uh, I'm I'm an Eagles fan, so he's just mad that the Eagles finally won something and and the Giants are just. Yeah, it is what it is. But anyway, (laughs) we won't get Dr. Alfredo involved in this. Uh, (laughs) But thank you guys. Really do appreciate the insight. I think it was wonderful because now we can see from both both sides, you know, uh, and I, I think, I hope. That people listen to this and go, wow, I can see from the doctor's point of view now, and I can understand that. And then doctors can hopefully listen and say, I can see from the patient's point of view. And that's all we really want is for yeah. people to kind of understand where people are coming from. You know what I mean? But anyway, thank you guys. Really appreciate you guys. And honestly, just stay positive And uh, thank you again, guys. All right? Okay. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's real dentist, R-E-A-L, dentist with an S, at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.